All right. Let's get this out of the way first. The thoughts, views, and opinions expressed on Tailboard Talks Firefighter Podcast are solely those of the speakers, guests, and host, and do not in any way represent the thoughts or views or opinions of any other employer, partnership, or sponsor. The material and information in this podcast is for general information purposes only and should be used at the listener's discretion. Team Builder. Team Builder is the software for firefighter-specific tactical strength coaches around the world. It is used to prepare first responders and rescuers to meet the demands of the job. Our powerhouse platform provides coaches with an elevated experience when it comes to program development, data tracking, and staying connected with users. Our software, our software allows coaches to individualize training and quickly track exertion of each user to make informed, to make informed training decisions. Head to teambuilder.com, that's T-E-A-M-B-U-I-L-D-R.com, and sign up with code TTFP, Tailboard Talks Firefighter Podcast. Sign up with code TTFP to start a 30-day free trial. I tell you what, I'm doing my trial right now with Team Builder, and everything they're saying in there is true. If you manage groups of people, if you're a coach and you manage different groups of people, and you want to keep detailed information on each person and each group of people, Team Builder is where it's at, man. They got a lot of stuff going on, a great platform. Make sure you go there, T-E-A-M-B-U-I-L-D-R.com. Use code TTFP. Get your 30-day free trial. Enjoy. Hyperice. All right, so in the last episode, I talked about the Hyperice offer that they're doing. want to give some more details on it. It's running through December 31st, so I got an end date on it. And what it is is uh, Hyperice wants in the fire service game. They want to be in fire stations. They want firefighters to use their stuff. They got a lot of stuff to use, but they want to give out uh, a free trial of their Hypervolt Go 2 massage gun. This is the portable massage gun. It's a little bit smaller. It can easily fit in a backpack. I take mine uh, to all my seminars. I got two of them. Take it back and forth to work with me. It's awesome, and they want you to get one for your fire station. So here's what you can do. Reach out to me. Chris at 4 Shift Fitness. You can go through email, 4thshiftfit at gmail.com. That's number 4thshiftfit at gmail.com. Or go on Instagram and message me, number 4 at 4th Shift Fitness, and just let me know that you are interested. I'm going to give you a link. It's going to send you to um, a scheduling page. They want to do like a five-minute phone call with you. Just get some information so they can get some more intel on the fire service so they can better position themselves to get us better equipment. After that, they're going to send you a Hypervolt go-to massage gun for free. You get a 60-day trial. At the end of that, you can reevaluate if you like it or not, send it back, and uh, got yourself a massage gun for your department. So reach out. It's an awesome offer. Listen, like I said before, it's not a giveaway. It's not a contest. It's not a promo code. You just get a free massage gun for 60 days to try it out. And I will tell you that I'm way more impressed, and I like mine way more than I expected to, and that's the only reason I'm telling you guys about it. So... Uh, reach out, let me know you want the link, and I'll get you that, and you can get your massage gun for your department. Here comes the intro. Skip forward 30 seconds if you want to get right to the episode. This is the Tailboard Talk Podcast, the best health, wellness, and lifestyle resource for the fire service. We're using stories, lessons, and tips from the front lines to give a realistic view of what the job can do to us and how we can make it out alive. I'm Chris Morella, a firefighter since 03, medic since 05, full-time since 08, and promoted to lieutenant in 20. I'm also a personal trainer and strength coach, and I'm here to give you the best information and host the best discussions to make us capable and durable, both on the job and away from it. 
So grab a heater, steal some fancy creamer from First Shift, and let's go chat. Probably stuff you've talked about a million times, honestly. Like it's probably questions that you've gotten a lot of before because the questions I see or the stuff that I see is what you put on Instagram and it's like you're you're yeah. presenting it, you know? Are those are those clips from your old podcast or is that um like stuff you do just for a post? Uh sometimes it's both. I mean, first of all, I this is my favorite thing to talk about. I love um talking about the stuff and even if it's the same questions you know i i never mind um but yeah the 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 some of the posts are made you know just for clips on instagram and then sometimes it's uh you know it's chopped up from the podcast um or you know i just kind of make all of it at the same time it's like a i'll record one thing it goes onto youtube it'll go onto a podcast and then i make a blog about it and then it goes on instagram and you know just yeah. trying to you know the thing is is uh, you know gaining support for cbd in the fire service is not easy and uh you have to fight for every ounce of trust and um and i guess education that you can get and the only way to do that is to talk to people you know and, yeah. and um if i could i would go into every single firehouse in the united states and i just answer questions if i could um obviously the easiest way to get out to people now is you know, put it on social media. So, um, I just try to like, uh, be helpful, you know, and, and put out any information that people typically ask. And I, I, I throw it on Instagram and YouTube and stuff like that. And, and, uh, people really enjoy listening to podcasts. And I figured it's hard to like get in depth on a 30 second or a one minute clip on Instagram, mm -hmm. but people will listen to a podcast for an hour. No problem. You yeah. know what I mean? So, I just figured it'd probably be a little easier way to do it and, and where people actually want to listen. Cause I, you know, I don't want to bore people either. So, uh, if people are into it. You know, I, I put it out there, you know, if they want the short form, they got it on Instagram too. Well, I, I mean, that's one of the reasons that I reached out because I don't, I don't have much CBD. Like my Instagram feed is a lot of bike stuff, like bicycle stuff. Right. And, um, let me see a lot of weightlifting stuff, a lot of people falling down and getting hurt. Um, <laughs> Much, a lot of like NHL stuff that pretty much rounds it out. Like it's a lot of gym fails and, and uh, like ridiculousness videos kind of thing. But yeah. um, it was great though, because I, I would see your post or whatever, and it'd be a pretty good question from because you handpick them obviously, but it's stuff that usually I felt like would just fall into like the criticism bucket. Like someone would just write this thing of like, I think one of the ones that caught my eye was somebody was like, why stop wasting your time with CBD. Like just THC is doing its thing and weed's going to be legalized. Quit wasting everyone's time with the snake oil and focus on something that could actually help people. And usually yeah. that would be something that's like anonymously posted as a review or like a, a comment. And you're like, okay, let's talk about this. And I was like, yeah, nice. <laughs> so so yeah. I was entertained by that. But so let's start there. Not, not the, why are you wasting your time? Absolutely not. But why did you, why are you gravitating towards CBD and not something else like what got you latched onto this that's a great question uh you know it, it's cbd um for for me was uh kind of like a inadvertent discovery um so i had really bad foot surgery um looking at four years ago now and uh it uh i had to take opiates for months um I had a fusion on my left ankle. I can't, I can't move my ankle left and right anymore. I can only move it up and down. Wow. And, uh, that, that was just like from a, it wasn't on the job injury. It was like a, a long deformity that just I had to fix and mm. it sucked, uh, to say the least, but opiates 
also, man, I mean, the problem with them is, you know, all those like horrible side effects that they tell you, everyone's like, oh man, it makes me feel like crap. I get nauseous. I get, I get constipated. I didn't have any of that. I had a great time. That was part of the problem. <laughs> that's probably, okay. That's a bad so, thing. yeah. So, uh, you know, I was, I got dependent on taking them. I mean, and I tell everybody this, I'm not ashamed to say it. Like that stuff is dangerous. Um, yeah. especially when you have to take it every day for months and your body does not want you to stop it. So when I did, I mean, I basically had to give my pill bottle to my fiance and say, Hey, don't let me have any, have any more of this. Uh -huh. Um, I'm, I'm done with this crap and, uh, we just need to let this thing ride out. So, you know, I went through all like the withdrawal symptoms. Ugh. I couldn't, for whatever reason, man, it wrecked my sleep. Um, you know, when I started doing some research, like, cause to, to fall asleep, I just, I would try to get hammered drunk. You right. know what I mean? Right. You pass and out, I'm like, not sleep. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I don't know about every, you or anybody listening, but if I get really drunk, I just wake up early. You know what I mean? Dude, um, really yeah. early. What is with that? Because I feel like, <laughs> um, and I'm ready to go. Like I'm awake. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I, you it, think well, that'd be, it sucks. Yeah. It sucks. So not, not the best option for that. So, you know, looking around, found CBD and game changer, man, you know, just, um, I didn't understand why it worked and, uh, particularly for sleep, you know? Hmm. And, um, you know, when I started, reading a lot of the research, I started becoming really interested in, in, in the science behind it. And it's really, really cool. Um, you know, and we can go as in depth or as shallow as you want on that, but basically it just, it helps REM sleep a lot. It works on a part of the brain that, um, allows you to, uh, thermoregulate. So it can lower your body temperature just a little bit, which is important for sleep. And, you know, from an anxiety standpoint, I mean, there's double blind research that shows, um, it reduces, anxiety in humans. And, uh, that was a big reason for people being able to fall asleep. So there's like mm -hmm. a three pronged approach there. But, um, after that I was like, man, why isn't this everywhere? Why aren't firefighters using this? Cause I know if I go to my doc and, uh, tell him, Hey, I'm having trouble sleeping. I'm going to get recommended one of two sleeping medications that have gnarly side effects. Sure. Uh, so, I mean, that's the short answer is, is, you know, I saw, I saw what it did and I, I, I felt that this could be a game changer for the fire service. I know it is. We just, we're not widely there yet. Um, but you know, when it comes to THC, which I'm a proponent of, and I think that it has medicinal benefits, there are some drawbacks to it. And the one current one, the glaring one is the legality, but also, you know, it's hard to prove that you're not intoxicated at the moment, hmm. which I believe there are solutions for, but you know, the, the, um, the easy route for that is just CBD and THC doesn't, um, it doesn't help with sleep on, on a science, like on a, on a, on a big scale, when you're talking about a lot of people, it, uh, it actually can bother your REM sleep when you start taking it long-term and CBD does not have that effect. So, hmm. you know, like as far as why this particular thing found me, um, then that's how I think it was. It definitely found me. I just kind of happened upon it like that. And, uh, um, I'm not a businessman. I didn't go to school for any of this stuff. I'm, I'm just a fireman and I'm, I'm trying to learn about business and, uh, learn about this thing. But I feel like, you know, the, the, uh, the concept and the 
idea and the mission of what we're trying to do comes first and I'm just learning the business as I go. I mean, that's kind of how it's been. I can empathize with that uh, a million percent. I mean, been working at this thing for a couple of years now and it's just starting yeah. to, to get a little bit of traction, but um, I think that's awesome. And I, I got to be honest, I've never considered CBD to be um, anything. I don't know if I, I just didn't think I, I guess I considered it to be like, like marijuana light. You know, you're going to yeah. get something. Maybe it's like taking ibuprofen instead of uh, a Flexerol or something like that. You know, it's, right. Exactly. Um, so may, it's fun and it's there. But I mean, what are we really doing with that? Let's just cut to the chase. And I'm a big sissy. Like I've never smoked before, <laughs> never done an edible. And but I've been saying for years, like, I can't wait. I can't wait for this to be legalized and our department to have some sort of stance on it. So I know one way or the other, um, because I'd much rather deal with figuring that out than than drinking, uh, yeah. both from just cause I know how I'm capable of drinking and I don't like that. And also, I mean, like you said, we've seen, and I've seen people get hooked on painkillers, have alcohol problems. I mean, th- besides the short term effect of alcohol, there's no other benefit of it. And even that short term effect can be pretty damaging. Um, yeah. so when you, when I found your page and started seeing, and you bring up the science in it, which is perfect because that, that's what convinces a lot of people. Well, hopefully it convinces a lot of people, uh, aside from personal experience to try it, but, uh, it became a much more viable option for me. And I got really interested in it when you, when I think I saw another post of, when you did mention the double blind study on anxiety reduction, because I tell you what, man, I, I had two kids during the pandemic. Um, and it Yikes. was just brutal. Like it was absolutely brutal. And I'm on an ambulance too, most of the time. Uh, so, our city's pretty big. I was on the ambulance because I was an acting officer at the time before I got promoted uh, every day through the through the pandemic, and it was just nuts. And um, yeah, and I didn't want to I didn't want to drink my problems away or like drink to relax because I'm conscious enough to know that I don't want to do that. So then you turn to like, well, I can just do my best with some some mindfulness and some gratitude and keep working out and keep doing my thing. But God, dude, sometimes I you just want something else to to do some of the lifting for you, you know? Right. And right. I'm certainly not against um, any sort of medication for any kind of psychological issues or anxiety or depression or anything like that. If you need medication and that's the best way for you, then 100% do that. It's just not something I really explored. Um, probably should have and probably still should, but I want to build a case for CBD through some questions. So first of all, what's the... What's the stigma that you run into with CBD? Is it is it a view that CBD is a gas station bone pill, or is it a view that like CBD is just like this this like thing that people are trying to make money on the snake oil thing, but it's not really effective? Like, what's the big what's the big uh, hurdle that you have to clear with the the CBD stigma? That, it's a good question, man. Like, you know what I'm noticing more and more the longer I do this is that I'm kind of in an echo chamber, and the and the few thousand people that follow me on Instagram, they they all know and love what CBD does and has done for them and things like that. So sometimes I have to go outside of like the followers that, that, that I have. Mm. Um, and there's not that many. So, you know, you know, I'll go on other pages or I'll see stuff where people are very critical of CBD and I'm always trying to like learn. And and what I get from those people is that CBD is snake oil and it's totally a placebo, Mm. you know? Um, I try to engage with them on my personal page because I don't want to like speak for the brand and like make, you know what I mean? Yeah. But well, yeah, uh, you're, then you're just a sellout. You're trying to, yeah, of course no, you want us to think that, that it's a real thing, you know? 
I'm always, I'm always fearful of that. But <laughs> you know, and when I'm talking to him, I'm talking to him as like just me and just John. And yeah. I just want to hear where their, their evidence is. So I always like, I never want to raise an argument. I'm like super, uh, uh, non-confrontational. I'm like, Hey man, do you have anything that makes you think that I'm, I'm interested in CBD or, you know, I totally like say stuff like that. Yeah. And they become so angry and so defensive <laughs> immediately. And, uh, long story short, there is no evidence behind it, but a lot of people, um, just feel that it's snake oil because they try to point out it's the same thing as, uh, all the other fads that have come and gone. I mean, pick mm. a thing, you know, like colloidal silver or Mona V <laughs> or like all these other things that people, you know, they, Jeez. and Mona V may have had some great health benefits. It's just acai berries, which are awesome for right. you. But because it was attached to like a pyramid scheme kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, uh, they're like, oh yeah, this is the next one, you know? Right. And I'm like, I totally understand the skepticism, but, uh, like 40 years of research and thousands of doctors all over the world would, would tend to disagree with what you're saying right now, man. You know, yeah. there's a Bible of CBD research out there and, uh, it's totally being discounted because, um, it's either the two biggest things are one, it's, it's considered, uh, cannabis and, um, which it's not anymore in the U S those are two different things, which we can talk about after, but definitely yeah, hemp is not considered marijuana. And so a lot of people would just say, this is just an excuse for stoners trying to pass marijuana. Hmm. Um, and two is that it's snake oil and they have no justification for why it's snake oil. They have just seen this song and dance before in their sure. minds when yeah. it comes to like another pyramid scheme. And, uh, that is where I tend to, you know, try to reach out to other firefighters and just answer those questions before they try to come out there and say like, and, and, and not directing directly saying like, Hey, this stuff isn't snake oil. I just say like, Hey, let's talk about the research. Mm. Um, because I feel that it's, you know, it's not like I'm doing this stuff in my basement. It's, <laughs> you know, you know, Johns Hopkins university of Maryland. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, I could go on and on. There's, there's massive national institutes of health. There's massive, um, organizations and doctors and researchers doing this stuff all over the world for decades. Um, so, you know, if, if the FDA has a, uh, approved medication where all it is, is CBD and cherry flavoring, you know, really? it's for, yeah, it's for pediatric seizures. It's called Epidiolex. Wow. It's, they've, they've spent this one company spent tens, if not hundreds of millions of dollars in research over almost 20 years and that's where we got the bulk of understanding how CBD interacts with the brain and body was from this, these three stages of FDA trials. Hmm. Um, but you know, it, this, this shit isn't snake oil. Like right, right. even the FDA is like, yeah, clearly this stuff works. Wow. So, um, I well, mean, I'm going to, I'm going to use a word that I don't use often cause I think it's ridiculous Yeah, cause everybody says it, but I really do think this is fascinating. Like and because it's so, God, I feel like it's such a long time coming for all this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. It's like, it's just so, it is fascinating to me because we've been making these synthetic drugs for so, so long. And here we have something that comes from a plant um, that with some processing turns into not the cure-all, but this extremely beneficial thing. And before that, you'd be just hoping that chemists mix the right things together and, and you get some sort of good effect. And then, <laughs> hey, if that doesn't work, right. we use something that's, off label that's meant for something else. And maybe that'll give you a good side effect that you're looking for. Yeah. Um, so I, I, has, I always hesitate to use that word fascinating because most of the time people are like, did you see 
the color on that dog's paws. It was fascinating. You're like, shut up. It's not fascinating. It's just, it's just a yeah, dog. Yeah, it's a little you know? overused. Yeah, like, let's just chill that. out on the top shelf words here. But yeah, uh, this stuff yeah. really, and hearing you talk about it, I, it only helps that you know the research and the data behind it and you have the, talk, the speaking points on it because that just, it just strengthens the argument. This really is interesting to me. So let's, let's get back into um, where CBD comes from now versus where uh, it's historically thought of coming from and get into that a little bit. Just kind of spin off whatever you think needs to be heard. Yeah. Um, you know, as far as, as far as, um, like research and everything else, I mean, where CBD used to be, um, and where it is now, it's, it's tough to get a lot of research done, you know, prior to 2018, because it was, it was on a federal level, it was considered the exact same thing as marijuana. Mm. Um, I've never used marijuana in my life and, uh, I've never tried an edible. I've never smoked it. I've never done, you know, it's, it's crazy. When my friends from high school find out I <laughs> run, I own and operate a CBD company, they think it's hilarious. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, they're like, dude, you, you know, and don't get me wrong. I drank underage. I broke plenty of rules. Right. I've run <laughs> You have from to prove yourself before. to me, man. I get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like it's, it's, you know, I've done all the teenage stuff that everybody else does, but I, I just never got into pot. Yeah. And, uh, for whatever reason. And, um, you know, I, I do feel that, um, the, the overlap, uh, was a problem, you know, socially, but also when it comes to research, you know, the, the, it's hard, it's hard. Like if you are Stanford university and you want to do a research, you want to do research on, um, on, on any other chemical, any other, um, uh, supplement an item that you can just buy at friggin' CVS. It's not a problem, but the second you want to use something where the species of that plant starts with the word cannabis, the DEA gets involved hmm. and, uh, just shipping it to you is a highly regulated, expensive and time consuming event. And, um, after 2018, they could ship any hemp plant to any state they wanted, basically. Hmm. Um, and then it became very easy to study because there was just so much less red tape overnight. Um, so there's the explosion of, of research that started happening. And I mean, if anybody is always questioning, like, why is CBD coming around now? Why is it all, you know, just um, blowing up now? And they see it as a fad because it's like, well, if the hemp plant's been here forever, how come like it's just starting? Right. You know, it's just like a sudden <laughs> Oh, fad. now you're just finding it? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Um, two things. One the cannabidiol molecule was only isolated in like the freaking nineties. I mean, it's not like we have known about this forever. Um, and it was done in Israel, but after that, you know, there, it's just been illegal in the United States. Like the, um, so, you know, you're starting to get a lot of research that's coming out now because it's just easier to do and it's legal. And, um, you know, the internet is just making it very simple for people to purchase it. So yeah, of course it's popping up. Um, so as far as like what you said, like people thinking, you know, CBD is a gas station bonus bill, you know, it would make sense. Like everybody, because, because it's new, mm. um, and it's just popping up, like, of course, you're going to have a bunch of people that are sketchy that are trying to just make a quick buck. And that's what you got to look out for. You know what I mean? That's the hard part about, that's the hard part about CBD right now is if you're a firefighter, um, and you go to a gas station, you buy this stuff, you know, you're not you have no idea what's in this thing. Right. You have no idea what the lab tests are going to show. So it's definitely like, uh, you know, I'm not waving the, the, the 
the flag of support for the entire industry saying like everything is super credible and any CBD you buy is awesome. There's a lot of crap out there. Uh, and it's hard to figure out which is which, you know? Oh, absolutely. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to word these questions, um, carefully because I don't want this to look like a commercial for, for their company, but yeah, I just feel it's tough, right? Because, um, because I think you're doing a lot of things right. And so, I mean, we can make it just ultimately clear, like you, besides sending me a care package, which has some, some samples of your products, you're not, you're not sponsoring the show. You're not paying me anything. This is just me. And I reached out to you because I was like, this, this guy knows what he's talking about. This is interesting. So I, it's fascinating. So I was like, oh, I want to talk to this guy. So it's going to feel gross when I ask you about the next couple of questions um, because you're going to have no, to kind of promote yourself. But Yeah, um, it's all good. But I, guess, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. I, I don't want it to sound salesy either. And I know, you know, the quickest way to turn off firefighters is to make them feel like you're selling them something. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely, man. So um, I get it. So let's go into uh, what most people's fear would be then. And it, it was my fear for sure. Like if I take CBD and I'm driving the ambulance for some reason, or I'm driving the truck following to the hospital and I get in an accident and I get drug tested, I'm, I'm in trouble now for this thing that I didn't get high off of. Right. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember when it was maybe um, up to a year ago, potentially you, you had advertised that you had a batch come back that was 0.001%. You scrapped it. You got rid of the whole shebang and got a new batch in that was 0.000. So go into that real quick and what the concern is and what that means um, for your company versus like a, a, a gas station CBD. Yeah. The, the research on how much CBD with THC in it uh, or otherwise known as full spectrum CBD, um, we'll call it like high test stuff. Okay. So- the uh the the stuff that I don't sell because it can cause a failed drug test. Um, the amount that you would have to take to fail a drug test is unknown. Mm, okay. So if you tried to Google like how much full spectrum THC laden CBD can I take before I fail a drug test, you're gonna come up with zero. And I've tried to get this question answered from experts. Mm. Um, I speak very often to um some of the um, leading experts in America when it comes to, and arguably the world, when it comes to drug testing, forensic analysis, and laboratory testing. And uh, um, I've been very fortunate in, in being able to contact these people and uh, being able to talk to them. And their answer all the time is, I just don't know. Hmm. And if these people don't know, then we should not be trusting um, that product period, because you have no leg to stand on. And like, I talk to the people that go to court and pick these things apart. So, um, the, the point of that is, is like, if you have any amount of THC detectable THC, um, down to parts per billion, which is that 0.000, if you have any detectable amounts in there, we don't know if that's going to cause a field drug test or not. Okay. So we got to get rid of it down to that decimal. Hmm. So the idea is, um, our drug tests on the fire department and for the DOT and for the military all test down to a sensitivity of what's called of a uh, 50 nanograms of THC. And it's the metabolites of THC, like what it turns into after you ingest it, but it's, we just say THC. Hmm. And, uh, so 50 nanograms, it's an extremely small amount. I mean, you're talking about microscopic <laughs> amounts in your urine. I mean, it's really, really, really tiny. So w- 
at that level, you know what I mean? If you have 0.001% um, of THC in your CBD oil, you may fail a drug test. Hmm. I don't have any evidence to say that you won't. So we have to get rid of all that. Hmm. So w- when we had a batch come back with um, 0.001% in there, uh, we got rid of it, you know, and that's what I've always said I was going to do. That was the first time it ever happened. Still hasn't happened again since. It was very poor timing because it happened when I was at FDIC. I shipped that entire batch up there to oh man <laughs> sell, and we had already been on back order for like three weeks. I had Jeez. people, I had like a hundred orders sitting there waiting, and oh. people are emailing me all the time. And yeah. I'm like, hey, uh, this amount, this 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 batch that we just got in, it's garbage now. Brutal. Um, sucked. I mean. It really sucks too to have to look people in the eye at FDIC in person. This isn't like a freaking email. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, we're sold out. And they're like, okay, when are you coming back? And I'm like, well, here's the deal. I was like, <laughs> this stuff had THC in it, so I got rid of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I had no idea how people were going to take that. I was terrified. But I was like, it, if there's one thing, and this is me and the very few people that are on my team here in this company, because we're small, we all know is like, we're just going to be brutally honest all the time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if we have anything show up negative in our CBD, we got to basically fly it like a big red flag and say like, Hey, look, you know, be screwed up. And that's, that's what happened that one time. Um, that's why we lab test the way we do is, you know, it's easy to see if there's THC in the product. You know what I mean? Um, t- CBD is extremely hard to make. Hmm. Um, you're basically taking, a plant, a flower, and you're turning it into, you know, a, like a syrup, like, um, extract, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And, and that's, there's a lot of equipment that goes into that. It's hard to do, but it's very easy to see if there's THC in it at the end, you know? Um, so, so do, that's what happened. Do you have a batch of, do you use the test that you would be given, uh, under like suspicion? Is that what you use to test or how do you, how do you screen it once it comes back from your distributor? Or once you acquired from from your source, how do you how do you test or screen that then? It it actually gets tested several times. So um, the first thing is once the farm harvests it um, and we bring it into extraction, they they start to take the the flowers off and they they grind it up into like a um, it's called the keef, uh, which anybody that's used marijuana knows what keef is, but they grind it up into like this, this, uh, you know, it almost looks like a, a, a very fine mulch. And, um, when they start to place it in, we use CO2 to extract hmm. all of the, you know, all the syrup like, um, extract out of there, like I talked about. So we like highly pressurize CO2, it pulls it all out and we start to test it then. Okay. So we have to make sure while it's being processed that all the THC is removed out of it and they can use, um, liquid chromatography. If anybody's hazmat, they kind of know a lot of it's like real, real shit monitors are, um, <laughs> like mass spec or liquid chromatography. That's what, that's the same concept that they use in there to, they're basically pulling the freaking molecules apart. They can see at a very, very, very small level. Wow. So they separate all the THC there. That's the first time it gets tested. Then once the whole process is done and everything, is um bottled we take the bottles and we ship them out to two separate labs and both of those labs test down to parts per billion for thc wow both of those labs have to show zero parts per billion they're not affiliated with our brand whatsoever 
They do not work for us. They have nothing to do with us. They're totally third party and they're DEA certified labs. So the only people they report to um, and have uh, jurisdiction under is the the DEA. (laughs) And uh, so they are looking for anything that they could even potentially like hang us out for if they, you know, if they really, really wanted to. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it gets tested once at the facility and then twice from two separate labs. So it gets tested three times before it ever ships out to your, to your door. Um, we don't put our label on it until those three lab tests are done. It's kind of a long story, but I mean, that's perfect. No, it's a great story. I mean, that's exactly what you want to hear. And, um, here, so here's what I'm all about is like, um, there's very few things in this world that, that if someone comes to me and says like, Hey, I'm doing, uh, CrossFit or I'm doing chiropractic or I'm doing something. I'll be like, don't do that. You know, there, there's only bad practitioners of that thing that I'll tell people to avoid. So if CBD works for someone, I want them to, to do it, but I want them to do it the best way possible and the least risky way possible. And so that's the entire point of this is like, I, that's exactly what I want to hear is that it gets tested three times and twice by agencies that are, are third party and are uh, have yeah. oversight by the DEA. Like that's exactly it because if it works for someone it works. And I think I, I feel like I have an obligation to, to say like um, either that's a bad thing in general, or it's a very good thing. You just have to be careful about where you're getting it from the whole like bad practitioner, no bad tools thing. Um, right. So I'm down with it. I mean, that's, that's invaluable information. And I really do think, and I hope you got good feedback when you scrapped that batch, because when I saw it, I was like, that sucks from a business side, but at the same time, now you are now everyone is extremely clear on what your company stands for and what values you guys hold in that thing, which I think is in the end, aside from a huge hassle, it's a it's a positive. You know, you can't have that experience and you can say that all day long, but until it happens and you're confronted with scrapping a whole batch and, and making those apologies, um, that's just another abstract thing that people are like, Yeah, of course he's got he's got values, I get it. And then it happens, they're like, Oh, okay, cool. I guess he is actually standing behind um his cause, you know. Yeah, that's exactly it. I just wanted to be as transparent as possible. Overall, um, I think for the most part, it was it was overwhelmingly good. We did have a couple of people like pretty pissed off just at the customer service side of it, sure. which I totally understand. I would have been pissed too. And then uh, we had like one, I don't know what this guy's problem was. He He tried to blast us all over social media and was like, this guy's been dosing us with THC secretly this whole <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, dude. I'm like, oh, so he failed a test and he's trying to blame me. I get it. I'm like, ah, right. Yeah. No. So and a, I, I even said, I'm like, hey, if, if uh, d- did you have any, cause I, uh, I ship a uh, drug test with every order. Yeah. You know, which I don't know of any other company that does that. I'm like, right. I put my money where my mouth is, man. If you failed the drug test, call me. Like I still have not heard anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. There is no, um, there is no danger of failing a drug test when there's no THC in the product. Right. So, <laughs> and, and I was like, no, no, no. That's why we lab test. Nothing went out the door with THC in it. Never has, right. never, ever has, never, ever will, because I will destroy every single product that I have before I let that happen. That's we lab test before we ship it out for that reason. So every time you get a bottle, there's a QR code on it. That's proof of all the work that I've done prior to it getting mm. to you. You know what okay. I mean? Hey, it's perfect, man. I dig it. Um, all right. So let me hit you with some, some general questions that I, that I had been kind of thinking of. Uh, 
when I talk to a doctor about creatine, it's overwhelmingly positive, right? I and listened to that podcast. It was fantastic. That guy's great. Scott Forbes is just a maniac. He's yeah, um, it's awesome. If you follow him on social media too, he's just a, a hilarious, awesome person. Um, so you heard that there's very little uh, downside to it. It's overwhelmingly positive. It's generally recognized as safe for the entire population, mm-hmm. all that stuff. But he said, hey, listen, when you're starting to take it, uh, you may have some GI discomfort, start at a low dose and work your way up. And then discomfort's gone. You can take the regular dose that you're supposed to take based on your needs. That's pretty much it. Um, what is? What are some common or are there any on-ramp issues with, with CBD? Yeah, definitely. Um, you You need to, if you take any kind of medication, you should always talk to your doc just to make sure. But CBD, without nerding out here, affects an enzyme in your liver that metabolizes most medication. So typically if you're taking CBD, it will make whatever medication you're taking much stronger. Oh, um, so most of the time from reading a lot about, um, how doctors prescribe medications along with CBD, most of the time they don't care. It's not something that's, that's a a big deal for them depending on what the medication is. Where it does matter is like if you're taking blood thinners, sure, you know, yeah, um, and it makes whatever blood thinner you're taking stronger. That's a problem. Um, there's actually a lot of really interesting research on CBD with like alongside chemotherapy, um, because apparently it it strengthens um, some of the. I shouldn't say it strengthens. That's a bad word to use, but it 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 makes it last longer in your body because it's not being degraded as quickly. Okay. Um, there's a, there's a, if anybody really wants to nerd out the, the enzyme is called cytochrome P450. And, uh, anytime your doctor tells you don't eat grapefruit when you're taking this medication, if you've ever heard that, because funny enough, grapefruit does the same thing that CBD does to that enzyme. It inhibits that enzyme from working, um, as at full, full capacity. So instead of, yeah, instead of like a medication, only lasting X amount of hours in your bloodstream, it'll double that or triple that or quadruple that or whatever it is. So, um, kind of cool, but, uh, you just have to make sure that whatever you're taking, um, does that it's particularly SSRIs like, uh, like, um, antidepressants and things like that. CBD yeah. can make those last longer or make them stronger. So it could be good or bad, depending on what your doc wants you to do. Yeah. I have personally seen many of our customers go and I tell them like, Hey, before taking CBD, go talk to your doctor. I said, yeah, I started taking CBD. My doctor lowered my dose of my antidepressant. Really? Yeah. Because it's one, it either, either helped them directly or they, uh, they didn't need as much of that medication because it's of CBD's effect. That's not a medical claim whatsoever. That's just, that's just the research. That's like, that's just, that's just uh, what they always tell you to do. Um, that is one of the biggest warnings I would say that's probably the only big warning about CBD is that it can affect um, that liver enzyme. And and in some cases, like when people would take really, really high doses, I'm talking about more than what I even sell. Like I have a thousand milligram bottle. <laughs> people were taking like thousands of milligrams yeah. and it was doing um, it was doing liver damage when they were taking it with a bunch of different medication. So it okay. was unsure of whether it was the CBD that was causing the liver damage or the fact that they were on a list of medication and they were taking CBD with it. That's, that's the unknown part. But yeah. in general, um, I would say that's, that's the only one is just make sure you're, okay. uh, 
you're checking with your doctor if you take medications. Other than that, I mean, World Health Organization put out guidance on CBD and said that uh, there is no level of overdose. There is no indication of dependency or addiction. Okay. Um, and there are no withdrawal symptoms. So wow. people can take CBD consistently and it, it uh, seems to be extremely safe on a, on a big scale. Oh, you wipe out two of my other questions I had written down, ah, which sorry. was uh, with, <laughs> withdrawal and dependency. Um, uh, but I mean, we can still go in on those because, yeah. you know, the thing about dependency, it, it, it has a lot to do with dopamine. I mean, aside from the habits that form in general and people getting used to doing things at certain times or whatever being triggered, but it, it's, it works on dopamine and, and how your reward system is triggered. You know, that feeling that you get of reward when you use something like an opiate. Um, your body's flooded with dopamine and it, and in particular in a specific area of your brain, and that doesn't happen with CBD. They've, they've, uh, they've proven that, like I said, when the FDA was doing a lot of those trials, it does not, uh, work on the dopamine reward system. So there really isn't a feeling of like, Hmm. if I didn't take my CBD today, I absolutely need it. I'm craving it. That's not the case. Hmm. Um, so it's just a, a different, um, it's just a different level of, of, uh, of, of, I guess, you know, if you're using a supplement, you know, if you take Advil, you don't fiend for Advil or you take, you know, fish oil, you're not, it's the same thing. You know what I mean? You're not getting a dopamine release. So there's where it comes from. Okay. So what about intermittent use? Cause this is one of my biggest, uh, hurdles as an adult is that I, I'm bad at doing things. So Creatine. Consistently. Yeah. Creatine is there, well, man. I know. Same I'm bad thing. at doing things consistently. I'm consistently bad at doing things. So yeah, creatine is <laughs> like, I'll take it uh, after I work out because that's like the trigger for taking it, right? But if I'm not working mm-hmm. out or I'm busy, I just won't remember to take it. It took me a long, long time to consistently take fish oil because it just wasn't, it just, you, you don't feel that immediately. It's not like you take fish oil and you're like, awake or feeling great is just something that is a beneficial thing. Right. So it took a long time for me to get on a regular fish oil thing. So how does CBD work then? Can I, can I build up to a, like a quote unquote therapeutic level and cruise for a few days or is it, is it crucial that it's more consistent than, than not? Well, from, from what a lot of research has shown, there is a, um, uh, what they, what researchers will call a C max or concentration, like a max concentration in the blood volume. And that is, that is no, uh, not only dose dependent, meaning like how much you take, but, um, how long you take it for, because CBD dissolves in, uh, fat cells. And so it can stay in any cannabinoid, uh, including THC, any cannabinoid like CBD or THC will stay in your fat cells for, for a, a certain amount of time. And the longer you take it, the longer it will stay there. That's why. Uh, just as a re- example, not that CBD causes failed drug tests, but THC does. If you use THC every day for a long period of time, you'll fail drug tests for weeks and weeks because your body is storing it in fat cells and it will release very slowly. Anything that's water soluble that doesn't store in fat cells, you just pee it out, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so if if you're taking CBD for a long time, a lot of people don't have to take it every day. Uh, it's all about how they feel. And, you know, if you're getting, if your sleep is just perfect and you're, you're, you know, you're getting uninterrupted sleep for as long as you you feel like you need to get uninterrupted sleep. Most people, seven to nine hours. Um, most of us would be lucky if we get seven hours. Right. But if, if you're sleeping consistently between seven and nine hours, 
and you're only taking one dropper every other day, have at it, man. Like, mm. you know, that's the one cool thing is that while there is some evidence to show that you can develop a, to develop a tolerance to CBD, there is a nice sweet spot where over time you're probably not going to need as much because, because of that, that storage you sure. know, in the way, the way it builds up. But the most important thing is if you're new, because it, because it does store in fat cells, you, you're going to take some time before you get to that therapeutic level, like you said. So I always tell people just use the whole bottle once a day, every day for 30 days. And if you don't love it, like then, you know, it's not good for you, but, yeah. or not, 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 not that it's not good for you, that it didn't, um, doesn't help. There are some people where CBD just ain't going to work. Sure. You know? Um, I, so like just to be clear, I, I, I may have heard you wrong, but you want, uh, your recommendation is to take the whole dropper, not the whole bottle. Yeah. One dropper a day. Dropper. Okay. It's one milliliter and there's 30 milliliters. Okay. Um, but you know, if you read a lot of the research, they, they always give you an average of when people develop their C max and it's, it's around like nine to 12 days for most people. So, you know, generally taking it for a week or two weeks every day, being consistent, that's going to probably get you to your C max. But again, remember that's the average. So if that's the average, that means some people, um, you know, in like three days they're, they're at max and then some people might take three weeks. Right, so, right. Um, so I want to go into, and we're going to wrap this thing up pretty, I don't want to make this too long, uh, because I want to keep all the sciencey cool stuff. Um, <laughs> and I don't want to, I don't want to not overwhelm, but, um, some people might not be into being smart so they can tune out. Yeah, it, does get, some, it gets a little heavy sometimes. That's all good. I want to go into some customer complaints. And the, the only one I really saw was, it's one of those goofy complaints. So I follow this company. Um, this is another example. And they make bicycle headlights. And mm -hmm. what they did is they said, read our most recent one-star review, because there's only a handful of them. I love that. And the, the, the review was that the, this bike light is too bright. I shined it in my eyes and I had pain and a headache for a week. And so that was a one-star <laughs> review, right? And I'm like, that's great marketing. That's like the most perfect thing you could have, right? Yeah. And then I saw one of your posts, and you were talking about um, sleep disturbances. Uh, I shouldn't say sleep disturbances. People were uncomfortable with uh, having overly vivid dreams and basically mm -hmm. that they were being thrust into REM sleep like they'd never have in decades. And so that was like a complaint, like this, this stuff's giving me terrible dreams. What's the deal with that? You know, and happens all the time. Man. Um, so going to that just for a, a hot second. So, cause it's a, it's a benefit really, but it's being perceived by some people as a, a hassle. Yeah. You know, I've, this is, this is probably the most common reported thing amongst everyone, good or bad, is that they have really vivid dreams and not necessarily bad, but they're very, very descriptive. They're very detailed. You know, it's, it's, um, it's, it's a little bit more, in depth and memorable than most other dreams you would have. And, uh, I I'm, I'm friends with the, the through, through, you know, um, sponsoring their show and getting to know them, the, the guys that run Chicago's bravest stories podcast. Mm. And, uh, they had like a whole thing on this where they started talking about it, uh, with one of their guests where this guy was like, he, he had it. He's like, I felt like I was in a Rob zombie movie. You know <laughs> oh, what I mean? Gross. He was like, yeah. he was like, it was terrible. And I'm like, <laughs> it's not going to be like that for everybody. But some people I'm like, look, man, if this thing is giving you that bad dreams, I'm not going to tell you to take it. Like that sounds horrible. <laughs> that sounds horrible. Um, yeah. But for me, I've never, I mean, they're very vivid, but I've never had that. Um, that should only be happening when you first start taking it. Mm you know, or if you're in a REM deficit and I'm quoting Dr. Matt Walker here, 
um, when he specifically talked about CBD and he's not like, he's not a researcher on CBD in particular. He's just a sleep expert, but he's interested in all things that affect sleep. Mm. So when he talked about CBD, he d described a REM deficit in which case, in which you were lacking sleep for a long time. Your body didn't get REM for a long time. Now you're getting REM like you weren't before in all five stages of REM. I believe it's five stages. Yeah. All five stages of REM. And then you're, you're starting to, um, try to catch up with all this like crazy sleep and you, your body dreams like, like wild. So there's where it comes from. I think some people don't have good dreams though. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, it can, it can cause some really vivid dreams, but rarely are they like horrible. I think like if you're having bad dreams already right, and you take it, you're probably you're probably going to have very vivid bad dreams. Right. But if you just have like normal <laughs> just, dreams like the rest of us. Yeah. They'll be memorable uh, then. That's cool. Yeah. It's just memorable. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. But it, I also don't think that's a condemnation either. I mean, I've had, um, sure. I, I, I would call my dreams relatively inconsistent with their nature. And, um, mm -hmm. really I can't even correlate truly between times of like high stress and negative dreams or low stress and positive dreams. Um, so I guess it's just spinning the wheel. I'm sure there's more to it than that, but uh, I wouldn't, I also wouldn't put it out there. Like if you routinely have nightmares or bad dreams that this is going to be fuel on the fire for it, I think it's going to, um, you have to try it to know, but I don't, yeah, it's I would draw say. correlation. There's, there's some case studies about, um, CBD and THC, both with, um, PTSD victims. And, uh, there's a few case studies from the national institutes of health that they particularly did, um, with people who were having, cause a big problem with PTSD is, uh, recurring bad dreams, mm. you know? And, uh, they believe that it, it partially comes from the way your memory consolidates, you know, like the, the way your brain consolidates those memories, I should mm. say. So, you know, um, you're just kind of reliving it and, uh, they're not sure of the pathway, but they said, um, this wasn't, this wasn't double blind research. This was just case studies, but they said that, uh, after giving them to, uh, patients with, you know, severe nightmares from PTSD, it actually alleviated some of them. So, wow. um, you know, while that's not anything like concrete or whatever, uh, you know, there are, there are reported documented cases of people's dreams actually improving with it, hmm. but that's not scientific at all. That's just kind of like, it's, 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 it's documented by researchers. So it's like, right. kind of, I certainly appreciate your integrity and in not wanting to, uh, hyper validate the findings of researchers because it's not double blind but dude we got guys taking like no explode because they like the way it makes their face tingle so <laughs> right i, I understand uh, you're right. trying to right. uh, continue to be extremely um professional in it but we got uh smarter people doing dumber stuff on a regular basis because someone told them to so i'm down yeah. i mean i'm i'm with you so i think that was a good batch of like start like beginner questions and uh did a great job keeping it sciencey but uh very understandable so now cool. I do want you to be slimy. Um, <laughs> go ahead and give us a commercial, man. Like, uh, you know, you've only referenced your company name a few times, but, uh, I do want to give you the platform. I do want to give you this audience because, um, like I said, there's, there's few things in the world that I'll tell people not to do, but I will absolutely tell people to avoid certain practitioners or certain services who provide that, that tool. And I think you fall squarely in the category of uh, a good product and also a good practitioner. So I appreciate that. And um, go ahead and, and say, sell yourself however you want or advertise your company however you want and uh, kind of let the people know how to get in touch with you. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. And, and you know, like I said before, I'm not a businessman. I'm not a salesman. I, I'm 
I'm on a mission to bring CBD into the fire service. And I, I, I saw what it did. And, um, I know how much research has been done on this stuff. And I just think that it's a matter of getting the word out. So that's all I'm trying to do. Um, there's a ton of CBD out there. There's a lot of really good products out there. Um, I love what the brands like Charlotte's web and Medterra are doing, but they, and they're really, really high quality, but they just don't guarantee the THC level that we do because it's a pain in the ass. It's hard to, to create a product and to test like we're doing. And honestly, it's hard to do it in a big scale. We're not a big company, so we can do it. We would, they would cripple their production if they did it like we did. So, I mean, that's all I really have to say is that we stand by what we make and we do it for firefighters and we're the only brand that does it. So, um, you know, if we have, uh, any question about our integrity and our trust, you know, please go through our website and, you know, check out exactly what it is that we do. We send a drug test with every order that we, uh, that you make. If you order four bottles in one, um, order, you get four drug tests, you know, so you can get one kit per bottle. You know, I don't know of anybody else that's putting their money where their mouth is. And believe me, man, like if we sold a crappy product to firefighters, we'd be out of business in weeks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like this, yeah. it, 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 it just wouldn't last. Like we've, we've been in business for over, um, two years now. I'm really excited that we're getting into our third. And I just, um, anybody that has trusted us with, with the product, I just want to say thank you a million times over because, uh, I did not know that it was going to be this widely accepted. And I know that, you know, we have a lot of, uh, a lot of great stuff coming up in the future. And, um, easiest way to get a hold of me is my email is, uh, John J O N at rescue one CBD.com. That's the number one. Um, and the website, same thing, rescue one CBD.com rescue with the number one and, uh, or Instagram rescue one CBD, you know, we're, um, we're really responsive on Instagram. Um, it's myself and my sister Kim also works with the brand. She does a lot of the social media stuff. So if you message on Instagram, you're either going to be talking to her or me. Um, nice. we try to be like really quick on that stuff. Cause I know people will message us on Instagram really fast, like faster than they'll email or call or something. Oh know? yeah, absolutely. It's a direct um, line, right? Yeah, it's, it's exactly. So, you know, and it's always on your cell phone. So, yeah. um, yeah, that, that's really it, man. You know, if, if anybody has any questions about, specific research or, or whatever else. Um, I'm all ears and I love talking about it. Uh, I don't want to like over, um, overburden people with, you know, some of the details of that cause it can get pretty heavy, but in general, you know, that's, that's why we do what we do. I think we're going to change the fire service forever. And I think it's going to take some time, but you know, just getting the word out is important. So thank you so much for having me on here, man, because, um, it can be really tough, like finding support for this, you know, bringing CBD into the fire service. Mm -hmm. I've you know, you get called everything, a pothead, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, you get, you, you, you get told to suck it up, you know, like, don't worry about your sleep. You'll sleep when you're dead, that kind of shit. And yeah. it's just, you, you know, it's, uh, I feel like I'm a black sheep a little bit. And, uh, I kind of wear that, I kind of wear that, uh, that, that name with pride now, because I think that kind of means we're onto something, you know, like we're a little bit ahead of the curve here and all the people that trust us are, are also fellow black sheep. So, um, you know, that's, that's kind of the, 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 uh, the long and short of it there, man, is that's why we do what we do. It's great. And I think, uh, I, like you've seen, I think there's more people out there that agree with you than not. And, um, you know, I think it, a lot of times it does go back to that, that old sentiment that the people who are the most defensive or vocal against you probably need the most help. You know, they're, 
you might Maybe, be striking yeah. a chord with them that they're just not comfortable looking at yet. And so their first reaction is going to be to get you out of their eyes as fast as possible. And I mean, you just hope that you can help the people you can, you know, and I understand that, that, uh, struggle, man. I, I'm a fitness company. I get it. Like right. <laughs> it's, it's no one wants to see the guy come in that's going to tell him to do jumping jacks, but just keep right. trying to do what you, you enjoy doing and helping people out. And, um, I dig it, man. So thank you. And, uh, I'm, I'm sure we'll talk soon. Uh, and uh, we'll have you back on here and see what the comp- see what the future holds for your company. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate you having me.